Hello and welcome to another episode of Cranky Talk, a show for avgeeks and non-avgeeks alike. We tackle anything related to airlines and sometimes beyond. And this week, we have a special guest. Yes, there was quite a bit of excitement over here. That's right. We had Don Gilbertson, formerly with the Arizona Republic, then USA Today, and now she's writing her weekly carry-on column for the Wall Street Journal. So Don did something about as crazy as uh, something you would do, Brett. <laughs> this, this is true. But before we bring her on to talk about it, let's thank our sponsor, MedJet the membership service that protects you if you get sick or injured while traveling. They also offer travel security through their MedJet Horizon product. We'll talk about them a bit more later on. Okay, Dave, let's get into it. Let's bring Don on. Yes, uh, I'm particularly excited to hear about this trip that involved... uh, This is my nightmare. 11 flights (laughs) over the 4th of July weekend just to see how bad things are. Uh, for those of you who haven't read her column, we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, Wall Street Journal subscription is required. Uh, welcome, Don. All right. So, Don, uh, you said, hey, it's 4th of July. I'm going to go sit on an airplane. A lot of airplanes. <laughs> what? Call me, uh, what? Well, I don't think I need to. I think everyone understands that. But but why? Why why did you think well, this was a good idea? Know, well, I mean, I like to do this kind of reporting anyway, you know, from the front lines. But in this case, I mean, you know, you don't have to look very far this summer to see, uh, you know, headlines about how miserable things are. And while I've flown around plenty, I had never done this many flights on a weekend that was so important for the industry. So I thought, why not? Yeah. You know, what 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 could go wrong? I mean, you wanted it to go wrong, though. That was the point, right? Like, that was the goal? Well, like, well the goal was to, to get a, a reality check. And uh, if, if I'm being honest, I don't know that what I got was a reality check because everything went pretty smoothly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I really wanted to see how they would handle, you know, I purposely checked a bag in some cases. I uh, I went through regular security. I didn't, uh, in some cases, didn't assign a seat. You know, I just, I wanted to experience it all as a regular traveler. And, and you know, as anybody who's read the piece knows, uh, you know, it, the worst thing that happened to me for the most part, besides those awful Biscoff cookies, was um, the fact that I had a two-hour, uh, you know, a two-hour, a two-and-a-half-hour delay on United to start the trip. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because you started in the worst place possible. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, Newark, you know, like if you look at my itinerary and you would know, I mean, obviously you study this kind of stuff and you probably would have designed, uh, I mean, if you were crazy enough to do something like this, an itinerary very similar. You know, I had, I had a flight out of Newark. I had two regional flights into a tiny airport, Glacier National Park Airport. I had, uh, I was prime time in Atlanta at the start of the holiday weekend on Friday, you know, like there was no scenario under which I thought that nothing was going to go wrong at some point. Yeah. And yet, yeah, it went okay. 
<laughs> I mean, it really, it really did. I mean, you know, did I have a little cushion? I mean, I had, I had cushion here and there, but I mainly had a cushion because I booked a bunch of one-way flights, right? So, right. so I, but I never had more than a three or four-hour layover by by any stretch. You, you know what I mean? So, did you book any connections, uh, it, or were they all just separate? I did. Oh, they no, were no, no, okay. No. I booked, I booked, yes. So I booked two connections, and again uh, by design because I thought, okay, and on those uh, flights or some of those flights, I did check a bag which I would not do uh, normally and especially not this, this summer, right. you know, with all the reports of everybody right. losing bags left and right. So yeah, I flew, I flew from, uh, I flew via Dallas. I went, I can't even think exactly where I went now on American, <laughs> like not, not a routing that you would pick by the way. I think I went from, I went, oh, shoot. I wish I had that in front of me. I'm sorry. Anyway, I did, I did connect in Dallas on um, American and I checked the bag and I purposely did that because a week earlier before this crazy trip, uh, American took um, uh, an hour to deliver my bags at Dallas Fort Worth at 11 o'clock at night. Uh, so I thought, okay, that's a good place to test the system. Right. And yeah. then I took a connection on Delta via Atlanta on Friday at peak time, checked a bag there too. And it was all fine. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Like I kept seriously, I mean, I, I seriously kept, cause you know, just again, two weeks ago, you know, I wake up, I'm on Cape Cod on a Sunday morning headed to Dallas for work and I wake up and I have, you know, that dreaded text alert. We all cannot stand to see this summer or anytime your flight <laughs> has been canceled and here's the awful flight we've rebooked you on. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden, uh, you know, I expected to have those, like, I expected to have like a screenshot of, alert after alert after alert of either long delays or, you know, crazy cancellations and rebooking. And, and except, like I said, except for that delay, I, I really didn't, I really didn't have that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty amazing. Of course it's different for you though, because for you, like the destination was the journey sort of makes right. sense. I guess it's not like you had to be somewhere. I mean, if you had to be in uh, in, where were you going from Newark on that first flight? Somewhere in Florida, right? Florida. I went to Fort Lauderdale yeah, Fort on Lauderdale. purpose. Again. So, you know, if you had to be yeah. there for your cruise and you were cutting it close and now you're two and right. a half hours late, it's, right. it's a different story, I guess. True. But, but those people on my plane could have been catching a cruise, right? Right. right. And, you know, that's kind of how I looked at it. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to go, like that was a, uh, that was a Friday, Friday, July 1st. So, you know, people that maybe had a cruise to catch on Saturday. Uh, and I saw, by the way, tons of cruisers everywhere. I saw a ton of people uh, on Alaska Airlines in Seattle coming off cruises. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so people, you know, are definitely flying, obviously, to get to cruises. And and if someone on my flight, you know, they, they didn't they didn't get messed up. Yeah. You know, unless their flight, I suppose, left that afternoon. But it wasn't late enough to miss the boat. Right, on that particular one. Now, I mean, right. where it could have all gone bad was what happened with Southwest? <laughs> on your flight oh my this is very confusing to me dave it 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 is and it it is and it's it is hard i mean i I tried to explain it the best i could but yes so i'm flying out of o'hare and again southwest is not you know i I thought okay let's see if southwest is going to cancel something maybe it'd be out of midway where they have so many others um but so i flew out of o'hare to orlando on a Saturday morning, figuring, okay, families, you know, basically the Disney Express, families are going to go, you know, to Disney World and all the parks there and everything. So you get to the airport, like, you know, early in the morning, and the flight was uh, scheduled for like eight o'clock. And of course, uh, either in the Uber or right as soon as I got to the airport, you know, there was a message about a delay. 
And then I wasn't seeing as so many other delays, but I get to the gate and all these people are like freaking out because there's there's text after text from Southwest keeping bumping this flight. And at one point it was eight hours delayed, <laughs> but we weren't hearing that from the gate agents. You know, like the gate agents were just as confused. I mean, it was definitely an ATC issue. And, and the woman, the gate agent did say, look, don't go too far. You know, these things can resolve themselves, though nobody thought it was going to resolve itself in a matter of minutes. And it did. So I don't, it seems to me there's, there's definitely, there's a lag in communication. You know, I think some of those alerts, maybe in the interest of being so proactive, that airlines are pushing this stuff out and maybe some of them are premature. Yeah. And I think we've seen that with Southwest. Um, I mean, Dave, I'm sure you've been stuck in this too. Like <laughs> they, they will have an aircraft that's routed to go here, 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 here. And then they just kind of delay the whole day. If there's one delay, even if it might, make it up later, make a change later. But what I don't understand on that is how do you delay something eight hours and then change your mind? I mean, there are people that you're going to leave behind, right? Yes. But in this case, there really was, I think it was the first flight of the day to Orlando. Right. And I don't, the a woman that I did sit next to did almost miss it, but not because she stayed at home because the alerts didn't come early enough. To, to make people say you live near O'Hare. I have a friend that lives, you know, 10 minutes from yeah. there. So if I had seen that alert for eight hours, would I have gone to the airport? Heck right. no. But I've also right. had that bite. I've also had that bite me in the past. I really have. I, you know, I don't live very far from, from the airport in Phoenix. And I had a case where, you know, Southwest said, your flight's like four or five hours delayed. I'm like, I am not going to the airport right now. And I nearly missed the flight because it changed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm flying them uh, in a couple months here, so uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm just going up to the barrier, so it'll probably be okay. Uh, the yes. article is 11 flights, six airlines, four days, a flying test of the U.S. travel system, and we're going to link to it in our show notes. So if uh, if we're missing a particular destination, don't worry. The listeners will uh, the listeners will get that. But I am a regular flyer, Don, and I was also traveling that weekend, and uh, nothing bad happened to me. I was flying internationally. I checked a bag, which I also would usually never do, but we did this time. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I don't want to get too anecdotal here uh, because travelers are experiencing really significant setbacks this summer but uh yeah i also had no uh no bad experiences on my travels well right i, th I think it's i think it's fair do you know what I, mean? I just think it's fair i couldn't i couldn't do this story and then come back and not write something just because nothing horrible happened to me you know because right. you think about it, even if there's a five percent and brett and i've talked about this even if there's a five percent cancellation rate that means 95 percent <laughs> Of the flights are going off. That's a lot of flights. It is. Yeah. It's also a lot of cancellations, though. When you think about yeah, five percent yeah, no, no, is no, also no. a lot of flights, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, I think your your success point here was that you got out of New York and then didn't go back. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. It's very true. I didn't. I didn't go back to New York. But but if you look at those numbers from the weekend, they weren't. They were nothing like the Father's Day Juneteenth weekend. Oh, no. They were nothing like Memorial Day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So And let's let's. I mean, obviously, weather was a big factor. Dave, we know that COVID put medical transport needs front and center, but there are a lot of other reasons why someone might need to be transported back home due to a health emergency. And in addition to that, travel security has now become a much bigger concern. Sure, like if a war breaks out or something. Yeah, or if it just keeps going. <laughs> but... <laughs> but 
you know, at least war has briefly kicked COVID out of the headlines. But, you know, what are we? We're at BA5 now. So that's probably coming back as, as cases continue to rise. All right. This is not the stress-free summer that, <laughs> that I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not alone in that. And this is why our sponsor MedJet offers such a great product. Whether your top concern while traveling is your health or now safety, MedJet has air medical transport and travel security memberships to help you if the worst should happen. Travel insurance is important, but add a MedJet membership for the ultimate peace of mind. I think of MedJet as the best case scenario for the worst case scenario. That is a good way to put it. It's like having a get me out of here membership when you really need it. You can learn more and become a member at medjet.com slash cranky flyer. Weather's a big factor. The other thing, though, that I'm particularly curious about, so I think, Don, we need to send you out again in a couple weeks here, but, you know, <laughs> 4th of July, you're at the beginning of the month, right? So you have more flexibility right. with your crews. You can do more push them harder, do whatever you need to do. I, I actually was, I did a, an interview with the local news station here, KNX. Uh, and, you know, after the fact on the 4th of July and they said, well, okay, if they could move things around, make things work so well this weekend, because the federal government said it better be good or else, then why can't they do that all the other times? <laughs> What'd you say? Well, I said, I, look, it's. I don't think it's that simple. I mean, you can pull things forward to, no. to make one weekend look good if if you really need to, but you may end up sacrificing. So my answer was, I guess we'll see, because I'm really curious. Like, did they have to pull resources forward to make the Fourth of July yeah. work well, and then the end of the month is going to be a nightmare. Yes, that that is true. Uh, you know, but then, but then remember, this all happened this weekend. This was the weekend that you know the whole American scheduling glitch so there was right. concern that there weren't going to be crews and uh for the most part crews didn't didn't come up at all like you know i mean i've been like i said i've traveled just on a regular weekend and had more mention of crew shortages than i did after doing you know all these flights and i actually ended up doing 13 flights because i had to get to new york and home from vegas oh and you did yeah no right. issues <laughs> Man, all right so what's next we're gonna just like send you to amsterdam and see what happens <laughs> yeah, no kidding. send me to amsterdam with six bags yeah <laughs> i mean i really think i mean the bag story you know i know it's been told but i still think there's more to be told on that front because i mean i'm just hearing from just like you and i'm sure dave and anybody who's in who writes about this business or is close to this business you know all you do is get texts every day from friends colleagues uh you know former co-workers saying what the heck's going on? My bag is, you know, my aunt and uncle right now, their bags are stuck somewhere in Europe and they've been home for two weeks. Ooh. You know? Yeah. yeah. On the flip side of the anecdotal stuff, I, I do hear a lot of that. Just like, Hey, my bags, my bag's gone for weeks. Where is it? I don't know. Right. In yeah. Alabama. And, and... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I think the bag that Southwest lost the bag of mine permanently once. And that's where I think it ended up or in somebody's, I mean, good chance. somebody's home here. Uh, what um i guess is there a takeaway from that like do you would you do this again or was this just well whatever it was it was fine because i know you have done these types of things before oh yeah and and like i said you know i did it last summer i mean i do it i like if i'm if i'm writing about especially like a new airline or a budget airline i really want to understand it 
you know, because so many people write about Spirit and Frontier and just diss them and say they stink and et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and if you, until you fly them around, again, you can have a horrible experience on any airline. Yeah, of course. You know, until you fly them around, you don't get the real experience. And so last summer when Spirit was having its meltdown, early, very early, before we even knew it was a meltdown meltdown, you know, I, I planned to fly all around on Spirit and I ended up flying, uh, like my first two flights were a piece of cake. And so then I got into Fort Lauderdale and saw what that a nightmare that was. So I stayed for six days. Yeah, not uh, great. And that was that was <laughs> no, not great. But that was very illuminating. Do you know what I mean? Like, because then that's when you see how they're handling it in the moment, and you can't do that. You just can't do that from a distance. Well, that's a that's a good point. And now that you're writing the column for the journal, it's not. It doesn't have to be as newsy, right? So you can. <laughs> you can do more where you can really dive into these things and then write it up later down right, the line. Right. In this case, yeah. I mean, this case was, you know, obviously time sensitive because of the holiday and my deadline. Uh, but no, I, I think I really do. I think these types of stories are so like, you know, I'm like breeze. I can't remember if it was breeze or a velo, you know, I found out that way by flying them that one of them, and I don't know if they do now, didn't take American Express, which shocked me. <laughs> Is that right? I, yeah, I think it's, I think it was, it Avello. must be a velo. We just booked someone on Breeze yesterday, and I know we used an Amex yeah. for that, so it must be a yeah. velo. I mean, they, they might have changed, it, you know. And this was this was last fall, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you don't, they don't, they don't tell you that. All right. So here's the new plan. I think when uh, Connect okay. starts flying, they're, they're going to fly okay. up from wherever it is to to Toronto, right? So we'll get you to fly on them, try them out. Then you can get from Toronto City over to Pearson. And then we'll put you on Air Canada to Amsterdam. <laughs> All right, you 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 schedule that for me. I like this plan. I'll, I'll Amsterdam, <laughs> like Air Canada. By the way, they are having a very bad summer. They're yeah. their uh, on time performance is something like a third of their flights are on time uh, this last couple weeks. It's not good. Well, and yeah, I think Canada. You know, like a lot has been written about. In fact, I was just telling someone that today i think probably more needs to be done on canada especially given you know all the you know all the travel from the u.s to canada uh yeah mm. i think that we need to probably focus a little more on that well there you go see we're here to help yeah. <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> what else are you working on can you tell people what kind of columns you're working on or you keep that under wraps I kind of keep it on the right. for competitive right. reasons yeah, but right. i mean it, but i will say like what the column now you know um it's not just going to be airlines right so my next one has is has to do with a hotel fee uh, oh and it's not a resort fee oh i have much to say about so the, resort fee though oh yeah that's, oh, that's favorite too. topic <laughs> oh, <and it's> <laughs> another fee okay well this is exciting yes. everyone stay tuned yes, yes please do all right all right so don uh do you want what, what's the best way for people to follow you do you do you like twitter linkedin where do you yeah, Twitter, you want to plug? Twitter, uh, Twitter and email is fine too. But Twitter is where I, you know, I post everything for sure. All right. So everyone, you can follow Don on Twitter at Don Gilbertson. That's me. And uh, stay tuned there. And sh I assume you will very clearly see all the new columns every time. Well, it's good. Well, I'm excited to see more of it since this is all brand new. So we have to just keep waiting to see, learn about hotel fees. The excitement is building. Uh, <laughs> yes. But Don, yes. thank you so much. You'll <laughs> for... like it. Thank you guys for having right. me. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, Don. Thank you very much. All right.
Thanks for tuning in to Cranky Talk, and thank you, Don, for joining us. This was a lot of fun. We should have more guests, Dave. We should. Right. Yes, we're working on it. If you want to be a guest... <laughs> <laughs> Email Dave. We will be back with more deep dives and helpful tips for these turbulent times and, and more guests, apparently. Yes. And thank you to MedJet for sponsoring this week. Learn more about how you can protect yourself while traveling at medjet.com slash crankyflyer. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of Cranky Talk, let us know. Email us at advertise at crankyflyer.com. And please, please, please remember, leave us a five-star rating. This helps others find our podcast. If you have suggestions for what you'd like us to cover in a future show, I mean, I guess we care. Do we still care, Dave? <laughs> we very now that we much, have guests, who we cares? We have awesome care. guests. All right, fine. We still care. Email us at... Info at crankyconcierge.com and tell us all about that. 